This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to disseminating the Torah and Mesorah of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansi and his Rabbeim. Please consider donating at eshelpublications.com to help us continue our mission. Shalom. Uh, it's not an easy time, and a lot of it is really hard to pinpoint what do we mean it's not an easy time. Why is it so uneasy? Um, obviously, there are people that are the people that are ill. Um, but if we were to look at it in some sort of perspective, historical perspective, um, you know, there, there were plagues, there were diseases. Forget about plagues. Um, 70, 80 years ago, um, many illnesses came along and, and swept up people. Uh, if we're to go with cold and brutal statistics, we're much better off. Economically, um, no one knows what's going to happen. It could be, you know, just a few weeks laid off. A lot of people have sort of been laid off temporarily and so on. Um, but again, it's not, it's not anyway objectively, uh, an economic crisis of major proportions. Um, uh, 12 years ago, we had something that was really catastrophic. So, um, there's apprehension. But there is something. There's something that people are very, very shaken by. And I think putting a finger on it will help us understand a little bit about what exactly is the Tkuf we're going through and help us understand something about it. I'm going to start by um, looking at something that has to do with Yanni Pesach a little bit and then try to build up an understanding of what it is maybe a, a piece that's missing. Um, and he tells them, and he tells him, go and be Gol Yisrael. Moshe says, So, obviously the Pasuk sort of, in itself, is, is a bit of a contradiction. I said, so what's Mashmoy? And the Ramam says, and that's it, 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 it's pretty obvious, that what they were asking is some sort of um, definition, a name defines something. In other words, we know there exists something like that, but this is a whole new um, relationship. What exactly? How do we define it? How do we find a Kaddish Baruch Hu? So Kaddish Baruch Hu gives him the name Eke, Eka she'eke and then Eke. Eke is a derivative of Yukevavke, which Yukevavke we know is the name, means existence itself, and so on. But what exactly is Eke in that relationship? There's tons of Kabbalah stuff, obviously, but in chat, trying to understand what exactly they're being told something. And it has something to do with the Golos Nobian, Eka she'eke, and then he told them, you're right, don't tell them all of the Golosin, but tell them Eke. So Akarish Baruch Hu's primary, not in the sense of name, but his his initial connection has to be with Eke, and at Har Sinai would become Yudke Vavke. What is that name Eke? And it has to obviously come before anything else. It's also going to be the name that's going to be before the Loma Rosa. It's Things can get worse. In other words, Eka Sheke was very right, and it says things get worse. 
what exactly is that Shem Eke? So let me go to something that seems very different, but but I think it's it's the same point. I think it's a very fundamental point in understanding how we grasp Akadosh Baruch Hu and our relationship with Him. <clears throat> the 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 end of Pekude, the end of Pasha Shmos, is the building of the Mishkan. Um, Moshe could not enter the Mishkan because it was filled with the Anan, with the cloud. Um, now, so how did it go? Well, what happened at the end? So the Ramban says that called to Moshe, and then he came in. So the Ramban says that once Akadosh Baruch called Moshe in, then he could come in. Similar to it, you find at the end of Mishpatim by Har Sinai, it says Vayal Moshe Lahar, Vayichasan Esahar, Vayishen Kodesh Shem Har Sinai Mechasei Anon Sheishes Yomim, Vayikral Moshe B'Yom Hashvi Mitocha Anon. So over there, there was an Anan. Over there, it says Vayikra, and he obviously went up, went in. So Moshe went into the Anan, and here, it's sort of left hanging the air. The Rabban says, the Hemshech is this Vayikra. Chazal asked this in Medrash, and they say that, they ask the Sira, they don't, they don't say Pshad Ramban, they ask the Sira to Kudain and over there, and there's, there's one Lashon Chazal that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made, he grabbed Moshe and pulled him in. One Lashon Chazal that he, um, it, that they, there was a special pathway. Chazal are troubled by this difference. So, so we have an Anan that covers. The Anan itself blocks um, any further movement and um, something has to happen in order for movement to be possible. That's the sum total of what we have over here. So let's try to understand a little bit. It, it, it's all, Akash it, it, who structures things like this, the onions, all these things, to, to, to give us some understanding. These all represent something. Um, why would an onion, which is obfuscation, um, it, it's darkness, why would that always be hanging around where Hashem is? I, I understand the Amud Ha'or, but why in Amud Ha'onam? Why, why would you have, wherever God goes, darkness, obfuscation, and so on? So let's think a minute about Avodah Zarah. So a very primitive Avodah Zarah is a rock, a stone, a star, uh, uh, something like that. Um, what makes it so appealing um, to people. People obviously have an instinct that there is some koachelion, some sort of higher power that's controlling their lives, that's running the world. In other words, that basic instinct HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed in us. The, the most primitive way to look for it is something that's tangible, physical, and so on. So that was Avodah Zarah, and we rejected that. 
But even if it's not a physical, tangible object, so a person is more refined, a person is not primitive, a person doesn't need to have something physical and tangible that he can actually carve with his hands and, and sort of see it. But he wants to have something that he can wrap his head around, he can wrap his mind around. I understand it. I know it. I, I, I'm, I'm in control. Anything you know and understand, you're in control. Um, even an atom bomb, which is an extraordinary powerful force. But once you understand its mechanism, you're the balabais, and it is your servant. You know exactly what will create the chain reaction, what will, what will dampen it, what will, you know, set it off, etc. Those are all things, once you know it and understand it, you're in control and you have mastery. The minute you lose understanding of it, then you, you're no longer in control of it. And Adam, being the person who is the, who, who is the created to be master of the world, Kivshuha, the Duarets, the, 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 the we are created master, that's something that is the hardest thing for us to acknowledge. Kishuf, um, Ovde Kochavim, Mazolos, they were all very fine with all sorts of spiritual forces and so on. So long as I can chart those forces and I can map them out, so I'm the Balabite, they're very powerful, they're very forceful, but I have it. Avodah Zakharish Baruchu is an extra, is extraordinarily different. It's not only a question, tangible, untangible, um, this, that, the other thing. Zakharish uh, is beyond us always. We never ever have the ability or even the sense that we, not only we're not in charge, we don't understand either Except by the grace of Kaddish Baruch Hu. Um, uh, Rav Salvechik writes in Zakdamatish Emuna, the difference between the man of science and the man of religion, or the tension between science and religion, as the sense when a person sees an over, a mountain that overwhelms him. Is it, is it the need to master the mountain, or is it the sense of humbleness and humility, um, of something that's bigger than me? Um, the, 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 the Adam has a, a fundamental need to control everything. First of all, as we're understanding it. The passageway, the gateway to Akadosh Baruch is an Anan. It's a cloud. The, the first step is not greater understanding. The first step is um, resigning my understanding, submitting my understanding. That's the first step always. Like it says in Chazal on a practical level, a person who jumps into fire, Amenasa, to be a nace, there's no nace that will ha- ever happen to him. So the first step is an anun that's impenetrable, impenetrable. It's something that I don't see and I can't go past it. The, um, what happens is it requires an act from the other side. Vayikra. In, in, in Parashas, in, 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 in Parashas Mishpatim, it says, 
Vayikra Moshe Rashim Techanon, Akash Boko called to Moshe, Vayava Moshe Techanon. So there was a clear to Moshe. It was an act from Akadosh Baruch Hu taking him in, and then he was able to come in. The same thing is true in Pekudei. Um, every time, the Mishkan had a tremendous danger to it, in the sense that you sort of boxed in Kaviyach HaKadosh Baruch Hu into a little box. Um, yeah, Kaddish Baruch Hu is here in Yerushalayim, in somewhere between here and here. And therefore, an Anan was the gateway to it. The only way you could gain entrance past that was either the Vayikra, like Ramban learns, that Hashem called out, or the Lashon Chazal used HaKadosh Baruch Hu pulled him in, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a special pathway. The point is, it's all unilateral. It's coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to us, and it's pulling us in. So our sense of Rebbein Shalom, our sense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our sense of the divine must be beyond the limit of understanding, not of 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 of, of being at all um, a, a, a somebody who, who's part of the process. Between me and Akadosh Baruch Hu, there's a thick cloud, impenetrable. That's 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 the, the must. Akadosh Baruch Hu appeared to Klal Yisrael to beguile them, and it's more than the Geula. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is um, telling them a new nation is coming to the world, and a new era is dawning on the world. The uh, Rabbi Tzikah he's the Vilna Goyen's um, great Talmud. He's actually a Talmud of a Talmud. He's the one who is the most user-friendly of his Talmudim in terms of explaining himself. Has a, a, a Gada with a big Akdama, very, 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 um, very fundamental in Yanim, Nashkoch, and so on. And he speaks about the Yudke Vavke being what's a nation that will be based on Yudke Vavke is coming to the world. Elokim means HaKadosh Baruch is just the engine driving machinery. Yudke Vavke is direct Hashkoch, and so on. He speaks about Avarichus. But there's a caveat. And I'm adding this caveat in, 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 in to say Pshat Ne'erke. To say that Hashem reveals himself fully to us in the sense that we're now partners, even silent partners who know what's going on. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is um, kind of, um, he just leads the way, but we, we, we know exactly where he's going. That itself is wrong. Erke means I, am, I will reveal myself. Erke is um, the Mida of the, when you're in the cloud going towards Havaya. And that is the Aleph of every Kufa. And that's why Eka Sheka means every Kufa. It's always going to be an Eka. Eka means, um, the, the Zohar says, I'm no Zomin Lemehavi. I am ready to reveal myself. I'm going forward, but there will be a stage where all I can do is know that there is a gilly coming, and uh, and and now I have to hold on and trust. Midas habitachin is that midah. 
it means that because our God is bigger than us, much bigger than us, there's every step there'll always be an, an, a place where I need to give a hand, hold on, and go with him. There'll never ever be a situation where it's Havaya all the time. Eke is the situation. The um, I, I, One of the, I guess, because of the great progress we've made in everything, I mean, the, the undeniable progress in, in science and society, everything, the one thing a person most wants is stability, control, knowledge of what's going on. That's that's what we want. We have today, we, we, we're sophisticated. I have insurance to cover my health, so I know that no matter what's going to happen, insurance for old age, insurance for life, everything. We've got, you know, and, and, and we have control of everything. And anyone who's a responsible person for DAS uses everything um, to be able to predict and control his life. Um, even economics, we have some sort of sense of things and, you know, and, and so on. What unnerves us terribly is how all of a sudden, in, in, in two weeks, we've gone from knowing a lot to, to, to knowing nothing. We don't have, here we have a virus, um, which is the simplest form of life, quasi-life, and we really don't know much. How does it spread? And what exactly its weak points? I, I mean, why is it that, that, that well, we understand sick people uh, who have other problems, obviously any disease can push them over, but why is this particular person get died suddenly or who's a young man? What, what's, what's happening with economics here? I mean, anything from not much to an apocalypse are all possibilities. And we, and we don't even have any good idea. And more unnerving than any particular detail of this is that sense, we're just as, we could be back in the, in the Middle Ages. I, I mean, the only solution we have is everybody stay home and then hope for the best. That, that is an extraordinarily unnerving experience for us. I think this is part of being a yid. This is Eke. We've gotten a little bit, I think we've become so used to the idea that we have control and understand everything. Uh, and now we have an assignment where we just don't. I even think some of the so-called from um, solutions are troubling. Um, maybe it's my literature blood, but this school or that school, the other school, this promise, that promise, the other promise. I, I, I forget the Macarius, the money. I, I've, I, you know, I, I have no. I, I'm not worthy of passing opinions on the particular ones, but believe it or not, the Kaddish Baruch in control. And even if you say Peter Macarius 25 times, doesn't make a difference. It's good to understand that we don't know. The Rambam gives us a recipe for how to deal with it. It's, it's a, it the Rambam in Mishnah Torah says it's a chiyuv to be mispalel, so tefillah, to understand, we do need to understand um, that anytime something unusual happens, 
we need to understand it as Yad Hashem and not Mikra. That's correct. We need to go through a standard Phyllis and Panason, you know, depending on each situation, because that is the sense of tshuva is the sense of humility, Takadish Baruch Hu, and the sense of, of and, and, and what exactly, which school is the Dusa Ram also says, the Gemara, they spend a half a day going over the inyanum of the town. They take away areas of Averis. And they try to figure out who are the people that are... Um, Malichamas, uh, literally it means people rob, people who are unjust, dishonest, um, a, a, a cheat, valbalis roa, and people that are powerful and, and take undue control and power. And then he says, you lay in and read Broxacolus, and, and then you da mincha and you da. The Ramam gives no Brahma has nothing about finding particular causes in Gematis and Muslim and, and, and stuff like that. Pardon for the for, for putting, but I somebody asked me that, so what do you see? What if it's a meaning? I told him Loma Nikashma Corona, Kinidushu Krainus Krainus shall shall time him out there. It's 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 incredible. Why why I mean we have a Rambam. The Rambam says you're supposed to introspect and look what's wrong in the community. It's not, the Mida connected Mida is not something that we have access to. Um, and because that again puts us in, in the same position. We should look and ask ourselves, what are the things we've been sweeping under the rug and we need to, and, and, and we need to deal with and, 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 and treat. It the, the very desire that there are perfect answers from perfect dolem, with perfect things, that, that, that itself is, undermines the cause of it. Kaddish Baruch Hu sent us something that has told us a Kaddish Baruch Hu appears to us only after a tkuf of Eke. And that's why Loma Erosa happened. Kaddish Baruch Hu said, you will not present them a magic geula. There's going to be another shaking up. Because if, you, if, if it's possible to box a Kaddish Baruch Hu into, into a little box, then, then it's then it's a to refine a Vodazar. Not knowing, not understanding. Bitochum means I, I, I plead, hold my hand and take me through a difficult kufa because that's what our Kaddish Baruch Hu wants from us. More than anything else, the God we have is a God that traverses areas that I can't see, I can't understand, that I can't even make it through myself. And, and holding on tight is what gets me through it. Um, we should be able to internalize these things. Um, we should be able, Baruch Hashem, to sober up, to, to do the things we need to do in terms of, not by dashing the coronas, but by looking at ourselves and asking what are the things we, we sort of tend to let slip and what are the things that we could and should correct, Baruch Hashem. And, and hopefully, Eke is a, is a uh, it, it precedes Havaya, which is total enlightenment, once we understand that we don't understand, Sabez Hashem, Akarish Baruch Hu will call to us, and and Akarish Baruch Hu will be Megala himself. Ulashem Bez Hashem in 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 this in this month of the Ulashem.